The content of this podcast is personal opinion of the hosts and guests and is not to be taken, interpreted, or perceived as medical advice on the practice of medicine. Hi, welcome to the Aesthetic Podcast. I am your host, Aesthetic Ann, R-N-C-A-N-S. And I'm your other host, Sarah. Welcome back, baby. Yeah. Sorry we skipped a month. We don't have to talk about it. We so. had a little bit of vacation time. Yeah, I know a thing happened. We just kind of got lazy. It was July. Yeah, was don't vacation. blame us. Just tell them that we went to the other side of the world. We They'll to, never know. No, 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 no. We did not go to China. <laughs> no. We did not go to China. No China. All right. We're just going to jump in. We have a review and then we're going to get to our topic because it's so super fun. Our review comes from, this week comes from Aspen Lindsay and she said, good job, ladies. Stayed until the end. I have a dog named Chewy. That's so sweet. I love that. Good show for the lay customer to learn more. Nice work, ladies. Thank you so much for the positive review. And it was five stars. So shout out to you. Thanks, girl. Thank you so much. And shout out to Chewy. Shout out to Chewy. Great place to eat also. So today's topic is sunscreen. Sunscreen. Woohoo. Which we've kind of talked about before, but now right. we're talking to the experts. We got two guests today. Yes. Double duty bonus guests. Yes. So our first guest is Mr. Dan Ryan. And he had been working with Elta MD for years. Here in the DFW area, everybody knows Dan, the sunscreen man. And <laughs> <laughs> but now he's retired. Uh, Lucky. So, yes, but so much about sunscreen and protection I learned from Dan. Hi, Dan. Welcome. We're so glad to have you. And we both have something in common. We have grandkids. Aren't they fun? Yes. Joy. Wow, congratulations. What gender? Yes. What's the age? Uh, my grandson is three, and I'm expect, or she is expecting another one at Thanksgiving, another boy. So, oh, yay. how exciting. Congrats. That's awesome. That's so fun. Okay, so Dan has worked with a company called Elta MD. And Dan, I'm just going to let you take it from there and just give our listeners an idea of your background and why you are an expert in sunscreen. We call you Dan Dan the Sunscreen Man. <laughs> well, it's, uh, I was with this company for 29 years, and we did a little bit of medical and wound care and eventually uh, worked our way towards calling on dermatologists and plastic surgeons primarily and by doing that ended up developing uh, a line primarily of sunscreens where other companies went more for skin care and added sunscreens we were a company that focused on sunscreens and then added skin care so by the time i left i think they had 15 different SKUs of sunscreens all primarily based with uh, zinc oxide. So by and calling on dermatologists for 29 years and listening to what they have to say and what works. Yeah, it seems like you know a thing or two by now. <laughs> just a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, now I just try and keep up with it just because it's in my blood. 
One of the things that I've noticed is skincare companies have really focused on skincare and they've kind of left behind the whole idea about protecting your skin. I mean, to me, the number one skincare product before moisturizer, before cleanser, anything is actually sunscreen. And I think that now these other skincare companies are beginning to realize that. It's a must. It's a complete must. So we're going to start off and just jump right in with Dan, the expert, and just kind of ask a couple questions. And Dan, you're just going to give us your perspective, your opinion um, with all the experience that you have on some of these topics. So the first thing we want to talk about is where is sunscreen most important? Well, I think primarily in my industry, the number one area is always to find a sunscreen that you'll use for the face. That's where most of the people are the most concerned. Obviously, you need it on the whole body, but usually the face is the primary uh, objective to protect that because that's what's exposed every day. That's where usually most of the damage is seen. Unfortunately, usually a man gets a lot more damage than a woman does because uh, I guess they're outside more. Women usually have a little longer hair, so it doesn't tend to affect their ears or neck as much. Oh, that's true. I, I never really thought about that. And, of course, for me, the face is number one. Yeah, you're a little biased <laughs> yeah, because yeah. of your job. Yes. I mean, we, we do have to protect the skin all over. But when it comes to aging, people are, are very concerned about their face and because you have to put your face forward every day, right? Yeah. And it's also, pro- I mean, in our culture, it's like the hardest thing to cover up without kind of looking a little suspicious or weird. <laughs> well, except now because everybody wears a mask. True. You know, true. Like right now, the, this is the only time that you can walk into a convenience store with a mask, and sunglasses, and, a, and hat. a hat and not be suspicious. Yeah, no one bats an eye. Or they tell you to leave, right? Another place that I feel is very important are hands and forearms. We forget about that a lot. And if you really think about it, kind of one of our giveaways to aging is hands, but you kind of have to know that, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, so I'm giving away the secret uh, on how you can kind of really hone in on somebody's age. There is that famous photo of the truck driver. Dan, I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the truck driver. You can Google it, guys. You just Google truck driver with sun damage, and you will be amazed. This truck driver, for 20 years or so, had been driving. And, of course, on the left side here in the United States, right, we drive on the right side of the road. I had to think about that. (laughs) It's been so so long since we've been in a car. (laughs) We're so quarantined. And so they always get sun on the left side. And in this photo, his left side has aged like three times more than the right side. It's it's crazy. Yeah, that side looks like 65 and the other side looks literally like 50. Yeah, It's totally so crazy. different. Which comes to our next point, right? That sun doesn't only burn you, but it actually ages you. It breaks down your collagen. It breaks down your elastin. Uh, just the color itself, when you're more tan, you tend to look a little bit more aged. I know that you guys don't want to look white and pasty, but... Uh, being too dark can actually make you look much older than you really are. When it comes to sunscreens and what they're made of, there's two types. There's a chemical type and there is physical, or some people refer to them as mineral. I like to call them physical. Dan, if you don't mind, go ahead and take that and explain to us what the difference is between the two. Okay. Um, The chemical-based sunscreens were the first sunscreens the FDA approved. And 
those chemical sunscreens uh, primarily uh, absorb the rays, so they don't end up affecting the skin uh, or the body as much, whereas the newer information and the better sunscreens are physical, which are zinc and titanium, zinc oxide, titanium dioxide, and they reflect and scatter the rays. So um, there's significantly better protection with those, and those two ingredients do a better job also of protecting the skin from what they call UVA rays. Um, now, they have uh, micronized the zinc oxide and titanium, so it makes it much more cosmetically acceptable to put on, so it doesn't look white and pasty. So is that how they came to the invisible zinc oxide? Yeah, okay. Yes. So they used to do uh, what they called USP zinc, or USP, which is just a standard size particle, and then they micronize that so it's significantly smaller so it doesn't oh, okay. look quite tasty so with the physical sunscreens the ones that are mineral based like have zinc in them how is that not like when i rub that on my skin how is that not going to just absorb into my skin and now i have zinc in my blood because that's toxic you know people are doing all these detoxes with silver and trying to get minerals flushed out of their blood and their their body and their system so how this seems a little bit counterproductive so so the particle size is what the key is, and then naturally the body has its defense mechanism, which is the skin. So the particle size on even the smallest particles of zinc and titanium dioxide are what they call, they're down to 40 nanometers. Um it takes less than one nanometer for a particle to be able to go through the skin. So the zinc and titanium dioxide are 40 times larger than what can go through the skin. Okay, so it's not going in the skin, even though I might rub it into my skin and it kind of disintegrates. It's not, it's like just sitting on top, but we can't see it. It's a little invisible. Yeah, yeah, right. Let's talk about SPF. When I go into the store, I see an array of different types of SPF. I see 10 all the way up to like 60, maybe sometimes 80. So does that make a difference? And what kind of difference does that make? What should I be reaching for? Sure. SPF is, stands for sun protection factor. It's the amount of protection you're getting uh, from actually the burning rays there's two different kind of rays there's burning rays and there's aging rays and we can go into that more in a minute but spf is the protection you're getting from the burning rays for an example an spf 50 means you get two percent damage from the burning rays mm. so no matter how good a sunscreen is you're still getting damage you just want to limit it that makes sense. Okay. Well, who came up with the SPF scale, though? It, it's so confusing. I feel like I've always been told, and, and Dan, actually, you may have told me this, that you want to get something that's at least 30 and up to 50, maybe 60. And anything over 60 is just kind of overkill. You're just kind of wasting. Let's discuss UVA and UVB rays. You talked to me about this several years ago. I've never forgotten it. You make it really easy to remember. And you just mentioned it a moment ago. So let's talk about that. 
So a UVB ray is what the industry calls a burning ray. And that's what gives you, and that's what's measured to give you an SPF number. It's a little short ray. It gets excited real easily. So you can stop it or block it by a car window or uh, clothing very easily and things like that. The clouds can stop the UVB burning ray. The UVA ray is the most dangerous ray, and it's kind of a subtle danger. So it can go through the clouds, it can go through car windows, and it penetrates deeper into the skin, uh, down to the dermis-epidermis junction. Yeah. And then it slowly mutates those cells and breaks the collagen down so you wrinkle faster. Yes, that's that makes it so easy to remember. You've got UVB for burning, and you have UVA for aging. And basically, the UVB, when you're wearing a sunscreen that blocks the UVB, um, you are eliminating that response, the inflammatory response that the sun causes on the skin, the redness, the burning, the pain, sometimes even itching, peeling. When you're wearing a sunscreen with a UVA protection in it, you're protecting that dermal-epidermal junction where you get the cell mutation. And that's important because you can't put aloe on that to make it feel better like you can with the UVB response. There's really nothing you can do. You just have to block it so that you don't get the aging and you don't get the cell mutation where cancers grow and, and basically have permanent damage. So that's why it's so important to find a sunscreen that has UVA, UVB. You can it can do both. It's not like you have to put right. on two different sunscreens. Right. But I mean, I'm really guilty of this. It seems like so many of us are just so focused on the sunburn, which is just like such a minute, like small side effect of the sun when really we think like that's the only focus. But there is a whole nother can of worms of issues that are going on that really need to be the main focus of what we're trying to eliminate. Right. Exactly. And it's not just anti-aging. It has to do with complete protection all the way down to the the dermal layer of your skin. Just real quick to go back, what I don't think most people realize is that there's 40 times the amount of UVA rays that there are UVB rays. You really need to look for that broad spectrum term on a sunscreen, which means you have UVA and UVB protection. Yeah, yeah, I I did not know that. So that's a new piece of information that I got to learn today. Another area of sunscreen, let's talk about skin types, okay? So we've got skin types one through six, basically, for the listeners to understand. A one is somebody's like super, super fair. You never see the light of day. And um, blue eyes, green eyes, uh, skin type two, I'm kind of a skin type two. I've got some light hair, even maybe red hair, auburn. And then three, you got darker hair, brown eyes. And then four, more of your Hispanic. Five and six is going to be your African-American lighter. And then six will be darker. Having said those skin types, there is the urban myth out there that skin types four, five, and six, they don't need sunscreen. Uh, Let's talk about that. What What do you think? Can you tell me more about that? One of the cute things we always do in the class that I was teaching, if there was an African-American, you know, and I'd say, okay, and, you know, because they're kind of Pashan uh, sunscreen. And I said, okay, just pull your sleeve up for me. 
and it's obvi- always lighter under their sleeve than it is on their arm or forearm. So there you go. They're still getting, they're still getting sun and damage, just may not affect them the same. Right. Thank you, Dan, so much for being our guest today. It's been really fun, very informative, and I appreciate you so much. And we don't have a link to Dan because he is so lucky he's retired, but we are going to put links to Elta MD, which is the company that he was with for so long, and he would totally recommend. Okay, so our second guest on today's show is Kathy Simmons from Kerrville, Texas, and I have had the pleasure of getting to know Kathy over the last, I don't know, about a year or so. Um, We have some common ground regarding the Texas Aesthetic Nurse Coalition and being active with that. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing? I'm great, Anne. Thank you for having me on tonight. Oh, absolutely. I love it. I thank you so much for being on. Uh, I want to have you on because your 10 years as a plastic surgery nurse, uh, which, by the way, you are an RN, BSN, and your 15 years of owning your own med spa has given you quite a bit of knowledge that you are so generous to share with me. And I found out not only are there UVA and UVB rays, which we just spoke about with Dan Ryan with Elta MD, but well, formerly with Elta MD because he's retired now, but you were telling me about infrared rays, which I was shocked. I had not heard about those yet. You know, it's really, it's kind of, it's a third sun ray that we don't hear a lot of talk about. But a couple years ago, um, there was a study done because there's, there's an increase of skin cancers every single year. But people are really more active about wearing sunblock today than they were 10 years ago. So we're being more proactive, but why is there an increase in skin cancers? So right. what the study found was that there's a third sun ray. It's infrared, and it actually penetrates to the sub And this ray has come about because our ozone layer has thinned. So it's allowing this third ray in, and they really think that's what's attributing to all of these increases in skin cancers. So I think it's super important that everybody wear a sunscreen. It's probably the number one thing that you can do for your skin, which is the largest organ of your body. Agree. But to use a sunblock that's actually truly going to protect you from everything is important. So going and buying a cheap sunblock that you can get at a convenience store or, you know, a, a large, a larger grocery store is probably not your best bet. You really need to probably be proactive about trying to research and find a sunscreen that you're going to get at like a physician's office or a dermatologist of some type, an office where they are, actually knowledgeable about the care of skin. Yeah, I will have to say I agree, but then I somewhat respectfully disagree just because I think sunscreen is so important. And yes, we we do agree on the point that it is the number one skincare product that people should have in their cabinet. Um, But I would rather them wear something than feel like, oh, you know, it's too expensive. I can't really afford it. I would rather them actually go get a Neutrogena product and at least put a sunscreen on their face if they're not going to come in to a med spa and get something a little bit more expensive. Yeah, I totally think it boils down to what you value. If you value your skin, then you will pay more money. Yeah, if you don't true. value it at all, you're not going to pay any money. But I would I would say that too. Something's better than nothing. But if you want to place a high priority and a high value, then you will pay that value for a physician's office to be a part of your skincare regimen. Yes, I agree. I, I agree 100%. So if you're just going to get like something over the counter, 
then I would go for like the total block zinc oxide. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and you can, if you're, for your kids, you can make it kind of fun. They come in different colors. You can paint them up like an Indian, make it fun. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, as an adult woman, that would look a little odd. Oh, no, I wear hot pink all the time. That's my color. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I mean, you know, you get what you pay for. And that is true. This is always my motto about sunblock. Yeah, you want to protect your entire body from the sun. Yeah. But the one thing, you know, Women are really, you know, the first thing people see when you is your face. So you don't yes. want your face cut on unless you want your face cut on. True. So with that being said, you know, if you want plastic surgery, that's fine. But you don't want to have like a big old thing taken off the side of your cheek because you've gotten a skin cancer because you've never been proactive about protecting your skin from the sun. And the sun is the number one. Ager. Ager. Nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else is like it, it is your worst enemy. So yeah. I, I, I agree that probably a sunblock is your number one skincare go to regimen. Got if it. If you do nothing else, wear a sunblock. Absolutely. I want to go back real quick to what you mentioned about that study. Um, I have heard about that in the last several years, I guess 10 years that I've been in the business. And they were trying to figure out you know, why are people wearing more sunscreen, but there are also skin cancers on the rise. And I absolutely, I think you're right, is the infrared. For a while, my theory was, I thought people, I'm like, well, people are tailgating. They're they're going out to the beach, they're hanging out all day, they're taking their ice chest, and they're not going in and out of the sun like they used to. Like when I was a kid, you know, I would only be in the sun for two or three hours maximum, and then I had to go in because our sunscreens weren't able to last all day like they do now. Um, so that that was kind of my theory. So maybe it's a little bit of both, or maybe it's one or the other. I don't know. Well, that is a theory that they last all day. <laughs> you you got to be reapplying that stuff every two hours, and that's where I think people are falling off. You know, regardless of what level of sunblock you have, a sunblock only lasts, especially if you're in extreme sun, your sunblock's not going to last more than two hours. Right. So if you're not reapplying every two hours, you're defeating the entire purpose. Why even open the bottle? Absolutely. Which takes us to, let's talk about these, like the right way to wear sunscreen. Which brings us to the next thing we're going to talk about, the right way to wear sunscreen. You mentioned it, applying every two hours. If you don't do that, it's kind of pointless. So what are some other things that are important when you are using sunscreen? I think the sunscreen is the first thing that you need to put on prior to your makeup. Yes. Every morning. Oh, that's a great point. You know, it, it is like part of your makeup regime that it goes on your face the rest of your body obviously also but i mean let's just kind of let's just let's focus on the face on this little bit of discussion here right. so first thing you put on in the morning and then if you're out in the sun even if you have makeup on you've got to be reapplying every two hours and what i have found and, and the sunblock truly i think the best sunblock out there and i hate to give any brand a plug but the skin go ahead the Skin Medica sunblocks are the bomb. I yeah. mean, they are, they've got all three protectors from all three UV lights, and you can buy it tinted or, or untinted, but you basically can use the tinted like a makeup. Just pat, pat, pat on your face, and it just kind of sinks in with the rest of your makeup and looks fabulous. Or if you're a guy and don't wear makeup, pat, 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 put it on your face, reapply. You're not sitting there rubbing and getting it around your eyes. You're just patting it back on your face. Doing that every two hours, I mean, you truly, it's a game changer. 
Yeah, it's a game changer for your skin. And as we age, we start seeing all the sunspots appearing on our faces, the dryness, the itchiness, the redness, the broken vessels on our face. That is all sun damage. Yeah. And unless we start doing things to protect ourselves from that, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And we live longer and longer and longer. And that's that's not a happy combination. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing to think about is, you know, I, we, you, we buy tons of bottles of sunscreen for your face, for your body, the spray, the lotion, the invisible, the sweat proof. And we put it all in our cabinet and we use like a quarter of each bottle or maybe half of each bottle. And then the next summer rolls around. So you want to be checking those expiration dates because sunscreen can expire contrary to popular belief. And if you have expired sunblock, you are obviously not using your sunblock correctly because that bottle shouldn't last you two or three weeks if you're outside. True, true, absolutely. Another thing is the amount of sunscreen. You know, I, I like with makeup and stuff, I love to make a little bit go a long way, but you want to be generous no. with your sunscreen yeah. application, right? Yep. And let it soak in before you do anything else. Like put it on your face, put it on your body, let everything soak in. Mm-hmm dry and then apply makeup or moisturizers or self tanners or whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Let your sunblock sink in first. Yeah. The worst thing is when you like get to the pool and you're like, Oh, okay. Time to apply sunscreen, which is like so great. Good for you that you remembered that. But then you have to sit there for like 15 minutes and just wait, or you could do it at your house or like in the driveway before you leave. And that way you have some car ride time to kind of eat up that soak in time. Absolutely. And, you know, all you moms out there taking care of kids, you, you cannot just smear sunscreen all over your child and let them get in the pool. It's going to come <laughs> right off into the water. Yeah, it's pointless. Three minutes, 30 minutes, you know, scrub your kids down. Think about it. And get all those little places that are hard to get, you know, like. Yeah, put it all over them. I mean, arms, shoulders, legs, feet, knees. Behind the ears. Behind the ears. And if they don't, and, and. And what people don't think about is the top of the head. You got to put some sunscreen if on the top of the head if your kid is not going to have like on a hat and he's in the pool all day, especially if they have goggles and stuff and it's pulling the hair tight. They're going to get sunburned up there. No, seriously. No, it's true. That's Absolutely. where some of, your, some of your worst, you know, skin cancers can happen in the hair, and you never realize they're there until they're bad. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much, Kathy. I appreciate it. This has been short quick, sweet, and to the point, just like you are. And I know that your patients love you. You're in the Kerrville area. So if anyone is in the Kerrville area, how can they find you? Give yourself a plug. So I'm in Kerrville, Texas. The name of my med spa is Bella Luce. I've been here for almost 15 years and they can reach me at 830-792-3552. Awesome. We'll link all of her information below so that if you guys are in the area, you can check that out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review. If you made it this far to the end of the episode, tell us your favorite pool floaty, something fun in the little review section. We might read it on next week's episode. Share this with your friends. It's so important. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.